The Steelers have called the Bears about trading for the number nine overall pick, giving up their pick at number 17. We're going to talk about that, what that could mean for the Bears. How can Ryan Poles once again come out with multiple draft picks? We're going to talk about all that, plus three sleeper tackles the Bears should look at in this NFL draft and a new addition to the coaching staff. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So rumors came out late last night that general uh, manager Ryan Poles has gotten a call from uh, from the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers in regards to the Bears' number nine overall pick. It says this, right? And this is from EJ Snyder from Bootleg Football Podcast. He says the Bears and Steelers are possible. They've talked about it. I know they've talked about it. It's by no means for sure. The most likely connect uh, the dots moment is that Pittsburgh needs to add a tackle and they go up for one of the uh, for one because they only uh, the, that there's only one that they like and they'll be gone by the time they pick at number 17. So the Bears are in a unique position to once again take advantage of another team's needs and and recoup even more picks. Now, Ryan Poles is, is a strategy. Right. We know this. And so while this is not not by any means saying that this is for sure something that's going to happen, um, it's definitely something to look out for. And so, you know, with that being said, if Ryan Pose does decide to to move that number nine pick and move down, what that would then tell us is that he still is very confident in whoever he can get at number 17. That is not only going to be a scheme fit, but is going to be able to make an impact for the Chicago Bears. Now, how likely do I think it is when you look at some of the the depth in the trenches areas of this draft on the offense and defensive line. Um, there's there's people that can definitely be there. I think more so if you trade down to number 17, in my opinion, I think at that point you need to go a uh, defensive lineman because the quality um, offensive linemen that are further down in the draft, you can get some really good ones that can still be day one starters at, at, in day two, which we'll talk about a little bit here in a second. So that that's what I, I assume. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just this, right? Ryan Poles is going to do whatever he feels is going to put this team in the best situation. And while I know some Bears fans see the the thought process and the idea of trading back again, especially when Bears fans have the idea and concept of of driving, uh, drafting Bijan Robinson or Jackson Smith and Jigba, it's probably not going to happen. And it shouldn't happen, right? And this isn't to tear down either player or anything like that. But listen, a player like Bijan Robinson is a want, not a need. At this point, the Chicago Bears do need defensive linemen and offensive linemen to protect that. You can get a stud running back, and B. John Robinson is a stud running back. Make no st- mistakes about it. But without a proper offensive line in front of him, we're not going to really be able to take advantage. So, you know, that's my thought process, and I've talked heavily about Jackson Smith and Jigba and why that's probably not going to be the pick for the Chicago Bears at number nine, even if they do say number nine. But moving down further in this draft, if the Bears do do, do that, and you hear that called and a trade announced during draft day, don't be surprised. Do I think it's likely? Eh, I'm looking at the talent, and there is a clear separation. We've talked about it. You can get starting line defensive linemen very much so at number 17, but I think you start falling off considerably from that defensive lineman talent once you get past pick number 10, in my opinion, right? And the Bears are right that at number nine. Now, again, still some really quality defensive linemen, still defensive linemen that can project to be starters for a long time, but that, that, that level drops off a lot in that point. And I don't expect the Chicago Bears to move this pick until the draft. Now, again, I could be completely wrong in that. I do think that the Bears are going to wait and see 
if a player like like a, like uh, Jalen Carter does fall at number nine, and then I think like listen, if the guys that they all have high on their board are gone, do not be surprised if this trade goes down. And so we end up seeing what that means for the Chicago Bears. I I like hearing it. Um, and at the end of the day, we always knew that that was going to be a situation. Ryan Post, who's already changed, turned the first overall pick into two first rounders and two second rounders, and DJ Moore on top of that. Ryan Post may not be done. So be on the lookout for what that could mean in that. Now, with that being said, the Bears have also made a change in their coaching staff. Um, and so they have added Kenny Norton III, who is son of Kenny Norton Jr. Um, but they've added him to their coaching staff. He has been a defensive assistant before for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so this, and he's a very young coach. He's still looking to really grow and, and earn his stripes in the NFL. Do I think this may be a big move initially? No, but if, if the bears are grooming, what may be uh, eventually their next defensive quarter, that may be their next coach and at a higher level or a higher position. Don't be surprised if it ends up being that this is, these are the things the organizations start doing once they have a strong foundation, right? They bring in assistants, they bring in members of the staff that can build up and come up through the organization. Do I necessarily think Kenny Norton III is going to be that? That remains to be seen, but it is something to, to point on. Do not be surprised if that name, Kenny Norton III, ends up turning into something for the Chicago Bears at some point. All right, next up, I want to talk about sleeper tackles for the Chicago Bears, especially if the Bears do move down out of that number nine position, look at Paris Johnson is going to be gone by then. Broderick Jones is going to be gone by then. So you're looking at then what are the quality offensive linemen that you can get in this draft later on. And I'm going to focus on day two, day three type prospects here. Um, and these are all offensive tackles pretty much. There's one that's versatile that can play a lot of positions. But the first one I'm going to talk about is Carter Ward. This guy was a four-year starter out of Pittsburgh. The biggest concern around him right now is that four games into the 2022 season, he did suffer a season in the injury, um, but he was protecting the blind side of Kenny Pickett uh, when, when he uh, was invited to the, the Heisman ceremony. So when he was a Heisman Trophy contender, so look out for that. This is a guy who he did not work in the NFL Combine or at his pro day. So there's some concerns there, right? Um, but, uh, you know, teams were very interested in his medicals. So he was invited to the Combine because of that. This is a guy that, if the injury concern is not something that's going to be long-term, if that injury concern is something that the Bears or any other team look at and figure, oh, no, we're going to be okay here, he's going to drop in this draft. But you can get a damn good offensive tackle in Carter Warren out of Pittsburgh, lower in the draft, probably day two, day three, that you can still get him, and he can be a day one starter for you if those injury concerns are completely gone. So that's a name to look out for. The next one up is uh, Lyman, and I'm saying offensive lineman because he plays multiple positions. This is Nick Saladaveri. Now, this is a guy who uh, he allowed five sacks in 2021. That went all the way down to zero sacks allowed on his side of the ball in 2022. He's a great technical offensive lineman. The hugest thing with him, or the biggest question with him, is that is that arm length. It's, it's, he's, he's slightly over 33 inches in that arm length, so there's some concern for that. Um, but it's not an issue for players like Peter Sikronsky, stuff like that. But again, this guy played guard in the senior bowl, but he has played all four offensive lineman positions outside of the center position. This is a guy that he, he can be there on day two, day three for you. And if you get him, you're adding at least a depth piece that can come in and be a really good um, depth piece for you that can come in and play any other any of those offensive lineman positions. He's really good in the pass, even better in the run. The run the run is better than the pass game, but yeah, he has some technique issues there. But again, there's he can play all those offensive lineman positions, both guard, both tackle positions. 
And so while there's some questions on the field, start at the tackle level. That's a player that the Bears could get just to draft just a damn good player that can come in and play multiple positions for them. And we know how Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles like versatility on their roster. The next one up, now this is more of a day three prospect. This is Dalton Wagner. Now, more of a right tackle than anything else, but, you know, there's been some talk, maybe Braxton Jones moves, whatever else we've seen. Uh, Matt Eberflus get really creative in moving players along that offensive line. But this is a tackle out of Arkansas who uh, stands at 6'8", right? Great size. The size is not an issue for him. He knows how to use his power. He knows how to leverage there. Um, and while his advantage is, uh, his, the size is an absolute advantage for him, he knows how to use his length and size as well. That's a pause. But nonetheless, he's better in pass protection than run, than run blocking. So there's something with that. But keep in mind, run, run blocking is easier to teach than pass blocking typically. So with those concerns of him as a run blocker, that, that could be overcome with really solid, solid coaching and some mentorship of some of the other veterans on this team as well. So again, Dalton Wagner, another name to keep on your board to take a look at. That's it as far as the prospects. Just wanted to give you guys three, especially if the Bears do move down in that draft. But let's move on. So we got the details from Rasheen Green's contract. And so uh, we, we got this. It's a one-year deal worth $1.5 million with a total maximum of $2.7 million. He has a $500,000 uh, base salary guarantee with a $350,000 signing bonus and $500,000 per game uh, on the active roster and a $250,000 incentive bonus. Basically what that means is they've laid that contract out with a lot of incentives and play-based incentives. And I think that that's a smart deal when it comes to Ryan Poles and how he got this talent, right? You add in incentives, but they're all incentives based on playing, not necessarily a number or, or a certain level of production, but playing games. That, that safeguards you if for some reason you do have injury concerns that plagued us with some of our veteran players that we signed last season. You can you can look to maybe not pay as much. But again, it's, it's going to make Rasheen Green very motivated to stay on the roster, very motivated to play games and be as healthy as possible, which I already think he was going to be. But that's definitely something to look out for for the Chicago Bears as well. Um, the one thing that I want to talk about, right, and I've been hesitant to really talk about this too much, and that is cornerback prospects for the Chicago Bears, right? I think that we do need to look at something in the cornerback position. And there are a couple of cornerbacks that I really, I know I've talked about a few already, but there are a couple of cornerbacks who I've even read some blogs and some things that have said that the Bears should stay away from a player like Devin Witherspoon. But I'm looking at Devin Witherspoon and saying he's probably the best cornerback in this draft class, and he's probably not going to go first off the board, and he's going to be available in rounds two and three. Now, the biggest question is, how else are you going to use him, right? He has the skill set. He's not. A, he's a solid tackler. He, he gets in uh, in the minds of other of, of of wide receivers. He finishes tackles very good as well. And I'm looking at him as and he, great in man to man. He's a guy that the Bears could get in rounds two or three, maybe. And that's maybe if they start going best player available at that point. But this is a guy that you can get and maybe factor in to be a long-term starter as well. Next one up, Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. I've seen you guys in the comments talk about this guy. I watched some tape on him. This guy is a long cornerback, um, and he's probably going to be off the board before the Bears pick, right? I think he's going to be in the first 15 picks. Uh, Devon Witherspoon may be as well. But, uh, you know, that's something to look out for. More so, though, if we're talking about towards the back end, because I do not think the Bears are going to go um, cornerback early in the draft. Clark Phillips III out of Utah. This is another guy that you guys need to keep a lookout for. He's only 5'9", though, but listen, footwork's great. 
Um, he knows how to attack the ball when it's in the air, and he also could be used on special teams as well. But again, just some prospects I wanted to throw out there. We're getting closer and closer to the draft, which means we're getting closer and closer to our live stream during the NFL draft. Make sure you guys are tuned in for that. But otherwise, that's it for me for today. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central, gmail.com. And then lastly, you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.